from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. So we do, we do know that there are folks that um, are reluctant or have voiced that they are not getting the vaccine for one reason or another. Um, while we continue to provide education and opportunity to engage in conversation and answer questions and make that information available, we also recognize that some folks just haven't gotten it because of a convenience factor. I'm hoping that that's information enough that will help people make those decisions to not only protect themselves, but protect the community as well. I'm Shula Newman, filling in for Sarah Fenske. The rates of coronavirus cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are again on the rise in Missouri. While the largest gains are still in southwest Missouri, the St. Louis region has also seen an increase in cases. Recently, the Jefferson County Health Department joined St. Louis City and County in issuing a health advisory about the next steps. This is a change from earlier in the pandemic, when Jefferson County wasn't always in lockstep with the rest of the region. Here to discuss how Jefferson County is navigating the pandemic is Brianne Zwiener, Jefferson County Health Department. Department's communications specialist. Brianne, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great. So uh, if you could just let's start off by telling us what the current status is in Jefferson County. What are the trends in new cases and hospitalizations? Absolutely. As of week 26, CDC week 26, which is June 27th through July 3rd, um, our county is in the yellow status, which is what we consider the um, second to lowest status. Um, we have a seven-day rolling average of cases per day per 100,000 residents at 6.29. So this is lower than what we were seeing at the beginning of the year when we were in red and orange status. Um, however, compared to the last few weeks, it continues to grow higher. So we were trending down for a while in Jefferson County. We were seeing those cases drop from red to orange to yellow, and now we're creeping back up in yellow, getting closer to orange. So that's definitely something that we are concerned about as we see cases increase. Um, and our positivity rate has increased as well. We're sitting at 6.40. So what do you think accounts for this increase in the numbers, this trend back up? So while we can't say for certain, some of the things that we're definitely looking at are maybe a relaxing of preventative measures. For example, folks aren't maybe wearing uh, masks anymore, maybe uh, not adhering to social distancing, or they're traveling, seeing family members or friends outside of the home and gathering. Also, we know that we don't have a, as high of a vaccination rate in Jefferson County as we would like. Um, so we definitely know that if we could increase that vaccination, that would definitely um, help us as well. And we know that though we have no confirmed reported cases of the Delta variant in Jefferson County at this time, we know that the Delta variant is in Missouri. It's in counties that are close to us. It's in counties in Missouri that people travel to for summer vacations and then come back home. So we're aware that that could have um, an impact on our case increases in the next few weeks as well. 
All right. So let's talk a little bit more about the vaccination rates. Um, you know, Jefferson County uh, was a little bit notorious earlier in the pandemic. Uh, people were very reluctant to do things like mask up. Um, so I'm wondering, with the vaccination rates uh, right now are still under 30 percent, from what I understand, what are you doing to encourage people to get vaccinated? Correct. Um, so as of this time, as of week 26, our vaccination rate is just under 30 percent. We're sitting at 29.95. It's about 67,000 of the 225,000 residents in Jefferson County are fully vaccinated. Um, at the beginning of the vaccine distribution, uh, much like everywhere else in the region and across the country, uh, we had a huge uh, demand for vaccines. So we were seeing those numbers increase tenfold each week. And then as it has, as the supply has caught up with the demand, we've kind of tapered off. And now we are doing smaller clinics. We're seeing maybe 10 or 15 people at a clinic instead of 1,500 that we were seeing before. So we are continuing to push education, continuing to push the information from CDC, from the FDA about the effectiveness of the vaccines, what we know in regards to vaccines and variants. We have started a local campaign here called Why I Vaxxed, which is community leaders. We've had school nurses, superintendents, teachers. We've had some healthcare workers just record a video stating, here's why I vaccinated. Here's what I'm hoping that we can all do to come together for the greater good of Jefferson County. So we're really just continuing to push education, answer questions. We're happy. Any of our staff are happy to answer questions from the public if, you know, they're trying to decide what's the best vaccine or if that's a good choice for them and their family, as well as um, obviously promoting why others have done vaccination and then continuing to just make it convenient. That's really a big key, too, is just making convenient um, vaccine access. Mm -hmm. You also issued a health advisory um, a little over a week ago, along with St. Louis City and County. And I am just wondering, what did that entail? What did the advisory say? So we had put out an advisory um, in conjunction with the other health departments in regards to the emergence of the Delta variant. So like I said before, though we do not have any confirmed reported cases in Jefferson County, um, it's most likely a matter of time before we get that information. So we are trying to make people aware that the Delta variant is new, it's different, it is highly transmissible, um, and that it does come with a risk of hospitalization and severe disease. So we're trying to encourage folks to understand, to have that information in their pocket so that they can get vaccinated, practice preventative measures, take the appropriate strategies and mitigation efforts to protect themselves, their families, and their coworkers. Um, that was mainly what that uh, health advisory was about, was really just letting people know, hey, this is what we're seeing. We're concerned. We want to make the, the public aware. Here's what we recommend to keep you and the community safe. Right. And one of those recommendations, of course, was get vaccinated in addition to masking and limiting your exposure to other people. So you had mentioned that Jefferson County is trying to make it easier for people to get vaccinated. What specifically is the health department doing? Great question. So um, as I stated earlier, there was a trend when we went from mass vax clinics to smaller pop-up clinics. And that was not only locally, but we saw that across the state and even across the country um, to where it switched, where 
It was, I will drive five hours across the state to get a vaccine to, well, if it's five minutes down the road, I might be able to make it, but maybe I'll just do it tomorrow. Um, so the, the vibe, so to speak, had changed. Um, so we have purchased our vaccine vans, our sprinter vans. We have three um, that go into the community that can do COVID testing and provide COVID immunization. And our goal is to get those out into areas of the community that are underserved, don't have um, easy access to medical care, or um, that are in conjunction with community hotspots, so farmers markets, food pantries. Um, we've gone to local businesses where business owners have asked us to come and get their staff and their um, consumers vaccinated. So we're really trying to get the vans out and meet people where they are at to break down that barrier um, so that they don't have to drive 20 minutes across the county to hit a vaccine clinic. They can go down the street to the parking lot across from the Walmart and our van is there and we can get them vaccinated 15 minutes in and out and they're done. How do you feel that's going? How successful is this effort? It's going well because we are able to meet people where they're at. So obviously you're not going to be able to serve 1,500 people in seven hours on a, a wellness, our COVID cruiser van, as we call it. But we can provide a couple hundred in a day. And really what we're doing is reaching the people that otherwise would not have been reached. Um, we've had folks that have stopped by and said, you know, I don't travel much, but you guys were at the food pantry across from my apartment complex, so I came over to get vaccinated. We've had folks that said, I was driving by, I had errands today that I was running. I saw you guys over in the corner at the building, decided to just come and grab it while I'm here. So we, we know that in that part, we are successful because we're reaching people that they're not necessarily opposed to getting the vaccine. They just haven't had it presented to them in a way that makes sense. You mentioned that you're finding that people aren't opposed to the vaccine, but with still such a, I mean, the, the rates in Jefferson County are still below the state rate of vaccination right now, which I believe is around 40 percent. So do you get the sense that there are people who are very reluctant to get the vaccine overall? Yes, absolutely. So we do we do know that there are folks that um, are reluctant or have voiced that they are not getting the vaccine for one reason or another. Um, while we continue to provide education and opportunity to engage in conversation and answer questions and make that information available, we also recognize that some folks just haven't gotten it because of a convenience factor. So that's where those vans really come into play is trying to figure out how we can get it in front of more people to make it easier access. Um, but yes, we do know that there are some folks. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty common around the, the area, but there are some folks that are um, opposed to being vaccinated for one reason or another. Right. Well, Jefferson County also last summer um, had the somewhat notorious, I guess, protests against masking when the county was just considering masking. Um, and then the mask orders did go into effect last year in November. They've since gone away. And I'm wondering, is there any discussion of reinstating those mask mandates? So we did have a mask order um, that was in November, and that, um, that went away early in the year. At this time, we highly encourage folks to follow the CDC recommendation, and with the information that we have about the Delta variant, we continue to recommend that if you are in a public place where others are present and you're not sure of their vaccination status, um, continue to wear your mask. We do not have any conversations in place at this time. 
in regards to a mandate or an order or anything of that. We continue to highly encourage that folks take the necessary precautions. And in your daily sojourns around Jefferson County, what do you sense, how, how, how many people are actually complying with that recommendation? So it just depends. Sometimes I would go out and I'll see folks wearing the mask. Sometimes there's less people that are wearing a mask versus more. It just really depends on, I'm not even really sure what it depends on. It's just, it's different. I know that since the mask order has been released, um, there are less individuals that are wearing masks. And I'm hoping that it's because individuals are vaccinated. Um, but again, there's, there's no way to tell. But um, I'm hoping that with the information that we are providing about mitigation strategies and the fact that this has been drilled into everyone's head for the last 15, 16 months. Mm-hmm. We're aware of what COVID is, um, the seriousness of it, and obviously with the Delta variant, something new, we can see that those cases are trending upwards, specifically in southwest Missouri, and this is the struggle they're having with their healthcare system. I'm hoping that that's information enough that will help people make those decisions to not only protect themselves, but protect the community as well. Definitely. And looking forward to the winter months, um, based on the current trajectory, do you have any concerns about the winter season when everybody goes back inside? So I think that the winter, the fall winter season, um, we would have concerns regardless, just because it is respiratory season in addition to flu. Obviously, we know what happened with COVID last year. Based on our case trends for last year, we did okay during the summer. I mean, obviously not okay. We had lower case counts in the summer. And then as the fall and the winter geared up, we saw those higher case increases, whether that be because of people coming inside, schools back in session, folks traveling for the holidays. We know that from November through about February is when we saw our highest case counts. And looking at some of the data from the Missouri Hospital Association, the upcoming fall and winter seasons are a little bit concerning. Um, They took some data from this time period last year and compared it to data this year, and it looks like we are actually increased in cases and the percent positive versus where we were this time last year, and that's even with a vaccine. So that is a little bit concerning. Yeah, I would say so. Do do you have any, um, like, next step plans just in case the current uh, plan isn't it doesn't work. Um, maybe increase the number of vans that you have out there or change the messaging around vaccination. Have you thought ahead that way? Absolutely. So yeah, there's definitely some things that our teams are kind of thinking of um, in the background. We've kind of ramped up on our COVID response again. Um, we have started talking internally about how to make sure we're doing case investigation. Uh, we've got contact tracing down. We're talking with um, community locations and schools on what that's going to look like. Obviously, we, we will continue to switch up our messaging and provide more information as the FDA and the CDC release more information with the vaccines, their effectiveness against Delta variant, et cetera. But also testing is a piece of it, too. We are highly encouraging that folks, if you aren't feeling well or you're feeling symptoms, to get tested because a lot of times people are like, oh, it's just a summer cold or I've been vaccinated or I haven't been around anyone that has COVID that I know of, so I'm not really worried about it. And that's kind of sometimes how that starts when we don't think about it, we don't pay attention to it. Testing is really the best surveillance that we have so that if we can determine it quickly and close off those close contacts, um, we can kind of get ahead of it. So that's one of the things that we're definitely working on, too, is getting some more testing into the community and making that available for folks. 
Well, it certainly sounds like you have your work cut out for you, and I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.